I think it's not about the the general proposal to regulate these things. And the, the cybercrimes bill, which is in Parliament, obviously does um, deal with certain matters we want a lot to deal with. So there's things about online fraud, um, things about uh, people stealing your data, and those sorts of you know the, those sorts of things that you want to see in a law. But the challenge is that the, the actual legislation and what it will do could have some really negative effects. And by the way, I think we need to look at that Kenyan cyber crimes bill because human rights activists in Kenya are saying that uh, uh, the Kenyan cyber crimes bill is exactly the thing that that, that South Africans should be worried about. And so what are those concerns exactly? Well, for example, I think it comes down to internet freedom. So, for example, within the South African uh, bill, and this is one of the concerns that we have, the South African bill would make it a crime to post anything uh, in any form, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or, you know, whatever, um, to post anything that is deemed, and the quote is, inherently false. Uh, and this is an attempt to deal with fake news, so-called, but we can immediately see that there are real concerns when the state starts looking at messages and deciding what is true and what is false, and therefore what is criminalized. Hmm. Um, it's, it, there are obviously very big uh, freedom of expression concerns. I think there's a real concern that when the state becomes the arbiter of what's true and what's false, uh, that, that, that it's going to become a situation where the state is deciding uh, whether or not it likes certain messages and whether it not the ones to criminalize certain things that are deemed to be critical or satirical um, or, or you know, challenging those in power. And those are the sorts of things that we haven't seen legislation do those sorts of things in South Africa, but we, we do see them in other countries. We see that they've become open to abuse. And that's the conversation we're trying to have. And I think it's very concerning that, that, that such a thing has been driven from a state security angle. As you say, open to abuse, and the Facebook saga has been very, very much uh, instrumental in raising those issues. We've seen even Twitter and other social media platforms relook at their security codes and, 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 and the agreements that you sign with them. So how do you balance the two? How do you ensure that at state level there's enough um, boundaries to at least ensure that these organizations, these platforms are held to account on what they say they offer in terms of freedom of expression? Well, I think that those platforms themselves have their own, if we're we're simply talking about the so-called fake news phenomenon, those platforms themselves have their own measures which they are in the process of strengthening. Now, the benefits of those is that means that it's not uh, a top-down approach, um, that, there's a, that, that there's not a criminal element to it, which I think is a real concern because that really raises the stakes. But for example, you know, Facebook is, is adjusting its uh, platform to make it more difficult for so-called fake news to spread around. Uh, in, in, you know, in many ways, that would be a more preferable solution to what we see from uh, uh, in the cybercrimes law. But I think the, the, the bigger concern is around the threat of surveillance over the Internet and, and the state's capacity to do that. I think we have some concerns that the cybercrimes bill will increase the state's surveillance capabilities uh, over the Internet, which is another concern that we've raised. And that brings us to the sorts of reforms that we have heard from proposed from the Minister of State Security, because one of the huge concerns we have in South Africa is that the state's surveillance capabilities, the state's ability to spy on its citizens, basically, 
um, has not been sufficiently regulated and that we have seen these abuses. And this is not something that's simply alleged by right to know, but it's actually something that's, that's inherently acknowledged by the Minister of State Security when she says that there's a need for reforms. We've seen uh, uh, real, real abuses happening from that part of government. Uh, and, and this is why we are obviously welcoming the fact that the Minister of State Security has said that there's going to be changes, but we really need to see those promises delivered on. All right. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Mari Hunter is uh, the national coordinator of the Right to Know campaign.